Hey guys, since this week we didn't record an actual episode, we still wanted to put something out. We figured we're going to talk about what it was like to go through the wedding process during a pandemic. What we originally planned, canceling that, and then what it was like to replan something totally different while trying to be safe with COVID. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just NASA Science Podcast. Each episode, we debunk ridiculous yet common science misconceptions we find online and get just a little salty about them. I'm your favorite science teacher, Lauren. And I'm the newly married Nick. I guess that applies to Lauren, too, though. <laughs> Before we get started, I would like to invite you to check out our Instagram page. Not only are we going to have a few pictures from the wedding, but we are putting brand new science-related posts a lot of days, I can't say every day, but we're doing it a lot, and I think you may enjoy them if you like listening to our podcast. You can find it on Instagram at JustNASScience. So we're doing, as Lauren mentioned, this is kind of like a bonus episode. We just hit our 50th episode last week, and we're kind of taking a week off just because it was our wedding, and... It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> so we're going to be back with a new science episode next week to start season two. And I think that's exciting that we're having a season two. Ooh, I can't believe we made it this far. Yeah, I can't believe it either. Yet here we are. What were you saying, telling me when we first started, like most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes. Half of all podcasts wow. never make it past episode seven. And the next, the half that do go past seven episodes, another half stop after 25 episodes or before 25 episodes. Sorry. So we've officially surpassed both that. Now we're at 50. Yeah. Well, we well surpassed that. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Next month um, or December 10th, I think, will be our one year anniversary yep. for the podcast. We got to do it up for that. We're going to have to do something crazy. Just get divorced and remarried? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> crazy. I am not doing that again. <laughs> no, not never. So let's talk about, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about why we wouldn't want to do this again. <laughs> Even though I loved our wedding. So, Laura mentioned we're going to do this in three stages. We're going to talk about, firstly, what our original wedding plans were like, how difficult the wedding planning process was, then COVID happening, what had changed, how we had to deal with it, and then finally our actual wedding. And let me just say, we if there was a roadblock, we pretty much encountered it. Oh my God, yeah, roadblock for everything, but we will get to that. So we were originally going to get married in upstate New York on November 1st of this year. So we actually moved our wedding date up, which is interesting because most people push the things back. It was going to be beautiful, fall time of year. It was going to be indoors, you know, as most weddings are. Um, the reception and everything was going to be like 120 people, which is still fairly small compared to most weddings. Most weddings are usually at least 200. At least in, in the New York, New Jersey area, a yeah. lot of weddings are 200, 250 people. Yeah, we were so excited. We had done everything. We had picked all the plates. We had done the tastings. We had picked our cake flavors. We had the colors. DJ, photographer, photo booth. Everything you could imagine that we, we were done planning. We even had our favors. We had custom wine glasses made with our names and, and wedding date. Which in hindsight, guys, don't get the date on your wedding favors or glasses. It's, it's not that important. Nobody cares about the date. 
And if something like this happens, you won't be able to reuse them. Yeah, definitely get something to say, like you and whoever's wedding or whatever event it is. But I, I do think maybe put the year. I think the year is a pretty safe bet. But, and a lot of people rebooked to next year. Right. Well, but this, listen, is, like this Zara, is extraordinary circumstances. Ours said celebrate, you know, with a nice laurel leaf. It was on wine glasses and it said Lauren and Nick, November 1st, 2020. I was like, listen, it could have just, we could have just nixed the date. And this is like, it doesn't even look good on the glass, like a date, you know? So just celebrate and the names and that would have been fine. We had everything. We're, we were done. And then March comes around we actually i think our first COVID episode was what january i think i think our first very end of january our first COVID episode was january march comes i start working from home lauren starts working from home a week later and now we're like okay we're hoping that this doesn't escalate the way that it did and we're we're just kind of optimistic at the time that our wedding won't be impacted and we yes. felt really bad for people who did. Eight months away. We're like, this will be over in eight months. That's that's what everyone thought. That's what we were being told, uh, at least by the government. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was going to be. But we thought that every stage of the way, and we really outdid ourselves, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, it's now May, and we have to start deciding, like, what are we doing and my bachelor party was supposed to be a trip to Iceland. We could not go, so we didn't. So that was the first kind of COVID casualty of our wedding was my bachelor party. And don't get me wrong, there are things that are way worse, that you know, things that happen to other people that are way more serious than planning a wedding or going to, on a bachelor party, and, and we totally, totally understand that. We are just talking from our point of view specifically about the wedding. Right. But then we were hopeful that the summer, right, maybe things would cool off a little bit. Right. People might start getting the message, wearing masks, social distancing. It, it seemed like in the New York area that a lot of people were doing that. And we were kind of hoping cases would start to decline. And they did in New York. And we're like, this is awesome. Except everywhere else, they started skyrocketing. And I was like, man... This is actually going to drag on for a while. I think that's when over the summer, June, July is when it started to like sink in that shit. This may really carry into the fall. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really when we realized like, oh, we have to start at least expecting that something's going to happen. Yeah. Or a, a plan B potentially. So my my bridal shower even though I didn't want one, was supposed to be at the end of August. And we tried to push through with it. Um, you know, everything, you know, with the warm weather restaurants, we're able to like put things outside and even so. And, and I was going to have maybe 25 people at the shower. You know, we're trying to keep it really small, close friends, family, and outside just trying to be as safe as possible. And then still just really not enough people felt comfortable still to to do that. So we didn't push it and... Again, had to cancel it. So that was casualty number two. And and we, and, and I'm speaking for, for both Lauren and I, we understood why people might not be comfortable. You you look at the news and you see all these people coming down with cases in different states. And, and while cases weren't super high in New York at the time, it doesn't take a lot for cases to skyrocket. It doesn't take a lot for 
a, a, a surge in cases. So we definitely understand why people didn't want to go or weren't comfortable going, but would have went anyway. And we did not hold it against anyone. We weren't upset with anyone who who opted not to go. Same for the wedding. No, but I was still sad. I was like, still felt of like course, a... Of course, of course. You know, I don't know, like a, a moment that you kind of expect to have in your life or moments you look forward to and all of a sudden are, are taken away from things out of your control are, are really frustrating. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not saying you weren't upset about the the fact that it happened. We're just saying for, uh, for the individual people who said... I wasn't comfortable going. We weren't upset with them. Yeah, no, I, I know that. But the whole the situation in general was just upsetting. Yeah. So now it's September and we have to start deciding with our venue, what are we going to do? Because they want to know what we're going to do. And it's really, it was so difficult. No, it, was, it was the end of August. It was the end of August. We had to figure this out. And we decided to cancel. They gave us some options. They told us that we could cancel the wedding and get our money back or that we could still go through with it, but there were going to be a lot of restrictions and, and some changes to what the event would be. And then also the last thing was that we could get a date later in the future, but all the money we had put down for deposits would have to go towards that. We couldn't put less. Right, because we're at this point, we're wondering if our venue is even going to pull through this. So we were uncomfortable with keeping as much money as we had already put in with them, being that they may go under. And so, we're like, can we just keep, you know, can we keep less with you guys to hold the date as the deposit, but not everything? And, and they wouldn't let us do that. I understand why. Sure. To be honest, the contract we had with them did actually work in our favor. And because of this, because there was like this act of God clause. We are entitled to get refunded, even though we haven't fully got everything back. But still, it worked in our favor. But yeah, the options they gave us, we weren't really crazy about them. Because like, if we went through with it, being that it was upstate New York, they were in stages further along than us. So they did indoor dining a lot sooner and everything. And like, yes, you could have max 50 people. And so we'd have to cut our guest list by more than half, which, okay, fine. We, we did that anyway, yeah. so... But it would still be inside, and I just wouldn't feel comfortable with that personally. And we, we also had some family members that we had to consider. Uh, we I've made this joke a bunch about my dad, it, and I, I joke about it, but he, if he gets sick, he is he would be in a lot of trouble. He has a lot of comorbidities. He's not a healthy individual, and we, we couldn't take that chance. We also had some other family members who had coincidentally on Lauren's side and on mine side, both of them had open heart surgery with relatively close to each other. Yeah. So we couldn't put them at risk and we didn't want to put their families at risk. So we have to make concessions and you have, it's not just what we want. It's what's best for our guests. We have to really take their health and their well-being into consideration and put that above all else. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, we decided to cancel. One of my friends who's supposed to get married 2021 in july actually let us know that the venue that they're using which is this beautiful like garden like botanical garden area they were offering micro wedding packages that were built specifically for couples like us right that kind of had to cancel their initial plans and whatnot with, with couples like us in mind and honestly if we didn't find out about that and she didn't tell us i don't know if we would have had a wedding we had looked at trying to do it maybe at some restaurants that had outdoor dining options and they they had large areas where they could have put 30 people 
and it would have been private, but we didn't really like that idea, and especially for the amount of money it would have cost, it, it, it did not seem worth it to us. Yeah, not and at all. and some people that's what they want to do, and they it's that's their priority. But we, I mean, we personally, we, we, didn't we want already that. had a, a DJ, and I was that was like my one thing. I was like, I'm not willing to give up the DJ. I want people to be able to dance if they want to, but I also wanted them to be able to dance comfortably, and not be on top of each other. So. The restaurants didn't really work out for that reason. So we ended up going with this, you know, outdoor venue that had this beautiful tented pavilion with these like dark wooden walls. It was so pretty. And then the other side was like completely open from the tent. And it's built for like 250 people events. And we had 30. So I was like, this is perfect. There's like more than enough room to spread out. There's no like sit down dinner. Everything was like disposable bamboo plates. I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah. We got to go here. So now we have the task of making sure all our other vendors, our photographer, our DJ, the photo booth, all that, were able to change the date so soon to this new date and to the new venue. And we were lucky that all of them, I guess, had enough cancellations or were just free originally in that day where they all were able to change no problem. We didn't have to lose any money. We didn't have to lose any or find a new vendor. So. Right. Very Except lucky. for my hair and makeup, but that's fine. That well, that also kind of worked out because you looked stunning. Thank oh you. my god! But we'll <laughs> we'll cover that in in a minute. But we were so this was the end of August, and we decided to go with this new outdoor like garden venue. And they were like, "So how's September fourth as a date?" And we're like, "That's like next week." And we're like, "No, no, we're gonna need like a little bit more time than that to make sure all of our vendors can switch over." And I like. Still had to grab my dress. Yeah, you still had to do dress fittings. I still didn't have a suit. Like, there there were a lot of things we needed to do. We didn't have a cake. We didn't have anything. And they're like, all right, how about September 11th? And we're like, no, for several reasons. Yeah. (laughs) We're good. Other places in the country, it might not be that big of a deal. But in New York City, especially, people don't really like to have events on September 11th. So we settled for October 16th, which was perfect. And... Getting that date was not easy because there are so many people who are in a scenario like this. Maybe you're listening to this and you said, shit, we had to cancel our wedding. We had to push our wedding. I know exactly what they're going through. Or we're electing to not get married because of all this. There are so many people that they didn't know what dates they even had available. People are holding dates. They're waiting to get information from people and see what they want to choose and and so that limited what we could choose because we have to wait and wait to see, did a date eventually open? It's like, well, we can't keep waiting. We have to be able to tell our guests. We have to tell our vendors. We we, we need to make a decision. Right. So we had to push them on that. But we, we got the date and it it worked. It was it was a stressful September, oh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. It was really stressful. I actually shed some tears over this. And I, I really don't cry a lot. No, Lauren... She she's tough. I mean, she played rugby for four years in college. She's a tough woman, and I'm just emotionally inept. Really, <laughs> you know, you're you're not great at reading or picking up on other people's emotions, and also you're not very good at Expressing. responding to other people's emotions. Okay, okay, chill. We've been married for two days. Relax, relax. I'm, but yeah, you are very strong, very determined, and. You you got it done. I, well, I was it, think about while we're dealing with this. I went into the new school year too, so I had the stress of figuring out what the hell was going on with work here as a teacher. 
in New York City, and it, it just like compounded. It was like too much happening at once. Yeah, it it was definitely challenging, and it, d- it doesn't help trying to build a, a business doing content creation. We're always thinking about that and planning and doing extra research and when yeah. We're- so it's like working two jobs. One of them is like turned on its head. We're trying to plan a wedding, a second wedding now within two months. <laughs> like it was, it was nuts. But now it's. Now it's finally Thursday, October 15th, and the eve of the wedding is here. So now it's Thursday, October 15th, the eve of the wedding, and we'll tell you about it right after this. Thursday night, like I said, the eve of the wedding is here. Gorgeous night. Mm-hmm. It's not too chilly. There's a little little crisp, cool air. It's that spooky weather. Yeah, it's that nice fall weather that makes you want to just go apple picking. And you come home to a nice cup of hot chocolate and you watch Ooh. a movie. And, <laughs> oh, that's what you... That's that's fall. That's what we wanted. Except Nick doesn't like movies, so okay. I don't know why he said that. Off topic. What I do like is not movies. Okay, so it's the eve of the wedding. The plan is... We have a lot of shit to do. Uh, what, what, did we have, what did we even do? We, you had to go to Jersey, pick up the donuts. Yeah, we, we gave out donuts as a favor. I had to go bring the flowers to the bakery from the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get a haircut, which I did schedule for the day of the wedding, which was yeah, a mistake on my end. Nick fucked that up. And the only reason why we found that out is because on Wednesday or Tuesday of that week, we happened to walk past his barber shop and his barber was standing outside and he was like, see you Thursday. And she was like wait what and check the schedule and she was like because that didn't sound right she's like texted him after and was like you actually booked midday friday and i was like you son of a bitch <laughs> so i did fix that she was able to get me and it was fine fast forward it's now the morning of the wedding we're going to get our hair done the ladies and as soon as we're done with it it's raining no big deal you know whatever we arrive at the bridal suite and, and you know makeup's waiting for us and we're doing our thing and it was Really nice, really enjoyable. It was just the four of us in there, like the two moms, me and my maid of honor. And I was so happy. Like it was just, at this point, it was like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, we, you know? so many things out of our control have already happened that we just have to accept it for what it is. Because if you stress about every single thing, then you're just, you're not going to enjoy the day. And it's not worth it at that point. Yeah. And I think the the morning went fairly smooth, except we had ordered some food because a lot of times people forget to like eat on their wedding day. So we had a, ordered a cold cut platter from a place. I'm like, okay, this is good. We'll get this. Everyone will have like a little lunch and stuff. So nobody passes out at the wedding. The cold cut platter, it comes. And we confirmed that it came with, you know, plates, cutlery. Bagels and wraps. wraps yeah, all that stuff. And, and it that's, comes. That's what, we, that's what I paid for. <laughs> And the guy drops it off and I, I'm like, my head is like spinning already. So I'm just like, I give him the tip and he's about to walk away. It's this big platter of just, you know, cold cuts. And I think Nick's mom was like, wait a minute, like you got rolls or something to put this on? And the guy's like, uh, no, just, this is all they gave me. So it's just a platter of meat and cheese, no rolls, no plates, forks, nothing. I'm like, we're we supposed to eat this with our hands? Like, Which, <laughs> by the way. My dad and my groomsmen did eat it with their hands. No place. They just dove right in. They didn't care. Because they're animals. That is true. They are animals. <laughs> so the guy had to come back with rolls and everything. And I was like, why would you even sell this? Why would you even sell this with no bread and nothing? 
I mean, whatever. Well, they don't. It, they sell it with bread. <laughs> but so. he was like, no, it doesn't come with bread. I was like, how would this not come with bread? <laughs> no, it, it does. That's that's what we paid well, when for. When we called, they were the person who answered the phone was pretty adamant it didn't come with rolls. And I was like, listen, I don't know what's going on, but some of you are saying it does. Some of you are saying it doesn't. Just give us rolls. I don't care if I have to pay for them. We need something to eat this with. Whatever. That got taken care of. And then I'd say the rest of the morning was like pretty fine. Yeah. The, honestly, the most stressful part after that was just trying to figure out where are we going to do the rest of the ceremony? Because we had planned on doing it in this Chinese scholar garden. It was a garden that was modeled after a very nice garden in China. All the materials and plants were imported from China to make this garden and... It was stunning. I, the second Lauren and I saw it, we fell in love with it. And we said, That's, this is where we want the ceremony to be. But it's raining. And while the garden itself was covered, getting to the garden and getting from the garden to the tented pavilion for the reception would have gotten people's the bottom of their dresses dirty. Wet. And it would have gotten wet. feet wet and dirty. If and it wearing, was chilly, too. Uh, yeah, if they're wearing sandals and heels and stuff. So we had to decide, do we want to do that? Or do we just want to move the entire thing into the tent to pavilion and just do it all there? Our wedding planner, our event planner from the place came into the room and he was like, you know, he's been doing this a long time. And he knows some brides can just like freak out over things like this. And so he came up to me, he like pulled me to the side. And he's like, so I looked at the forecast and it's it's gonna it's gonna rain. Yeah, it's gonna rain. So we really want to think about what we want to do here. And I was like, John, no, I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not mad. Like, I expected this. I, I fully went in expecting it. And if it stopped raining, that'd be great. But I expected the rain. He's like, well, you know, we really should consider moving it either into the great hall inside, everything completely, or moving the ceremony into the tent and then keeping everything in the tent. And ultimately, that's that's what we did. You know, they... They made it really beautiful. They lined the aisle with candles. You know, we did. Unfortunately, we also had to do all of our pictures inside. I mean, it's a beautiful botanical garden grounds, and we didn't get to use any of it, which really stinks. But, you know, the inside, very beautiful where we took our pictures, too. So it, it is what it is. Can we take a second to talk about our photographer? I was going to say. I was like, we didn't mention the photographer. <laughs> oh, man. He was, he's a good photographer. But a pervy old man. Oh, my God. God, he's such a perv, and I, I am not going to say the name of the company, even though he's retiring, which is, I mean, maybe that's why he was pervy. He's like, I get to finally speak my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like the, but holy, I... He kept he kept telling me, first of all, I told him I didn't really want to do getting ready pictures, but I guess he wanted to do them anyway. So he was like, Where, did you bring a robe or something? And I was like, no, I wasn't really going to do these. He's like, well, just take your shirt off and we'll wrap you in this scarf. And I was like, mm. luckily I had bought her a scarf yeah. to ra- even wrap like, herself with. I mean, are you going to leave the room for me to do this? It's like no partition in here. We, we had bought each okay. other just like some small day of wedding gifts. And mine happened to be a scarf, a nice white like linen just, scarf yeah. and a, a mug that said wifey. And I had gotten her something else, but that's not important. Um, that, that makes it sound like it was dirty. It was a necklace that yeah. has the same type of stone as her engagement ring, but that's you know that's not relevant Besides to the story. The point, yeah. So I find this out later that he's telling Lauren to take her shirt off, and he keeps saying like suggestive things. Yeah, he's like, 
smile and i smile really big and he's like mm, not too big because you, your teeth stick out and i was like oh man said, i didn't know he said that fucking <laughs> said that to me <laughs> oh okay. no that's so mean and i know that already like i know i have like bigger gums whatever listen so but i was really excited that it was my wedding day so i smiled really big and he's like don't do that oh i didn't but know that. he what also the first time he came in the room and met me he was like first of all you're not an ugly bride which, so let's it, get that out of the way. And I was like, whew, thank God we got that out of the way. Okay. But he's like, you know, he was just like, wanted to be like, you know, I really suggest you don't ruin your dress and you don't go out in the rain, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. But then he kept telling me, all right, smile, you know, smile, like think about later tonight, you know, after the reception. And then he'd pause and be like, you know, the envelopes. I'm like, okay, mister. <laughs> yeah, like there's definitely a sexual connotation there that we really did not want Nick's mom was so uncomfortable. You, you got to remember, my mom is the kind of woman who, if a song came on the radio that mentioned nudity or sex or anything, she would change the song immediately. And most of the time, it was after we had already heard the word. Like if someone said, like, lying naked on the floor as a song, as a line from some song, she would change the song because she didn't want us to hear it. Mm-hmm. Even though we had already heard it, in her mind, it's better to change it so they don't hear it again yeah. than yeah. to leave it. Yeah. I understand that, though. But she was she was incredibly uncomfortable. And there were some poses he had Nick and I do that our family were like, oh, my God, should we be here for that? It, <laughs> one of them looked like we were scissoring. Like It was so uncomfortable for our family to watch that I, I really... I couldn't really tell what it looked like from anyone else's angle, though. So I was just like, I don't know, whatever. I'm just doing what I got to do. Lauren and I are facing each other. We're sitting on the floor. We're facing each other, uh, touching hip to hip. So our feet are kind of extending past each other. It looked like we were scissoring. <laughs> Watch that be our favorite picture. Be like, yes. I, I mean, I, I part of me hopes it is. <laughs> but yeah, he was like a little, he was a little off, you know, like... um. He kept telling me he's a like bit cheeky. he's like, Oh, cup cup your wife, cup your wife. And then like he's like, but her elbow, just her elbow. And I'm like, dude, like I fucking know. Like I'm not gonna grab her inappropriately, one in front of you and two in front of all of our family. Like, what what do you think this is? I, I know you're trying to be funny and trying to like get us to laugh so you get like more candid pictures, but like, dude, enroll in an improv class. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so then I think that was like it. And then we got to got to the ceremony. Well, first, it was like 5 o'clock. The ceremony was for 5.30. We're waiting to get bring someone to bring in the marriage certificate. And the photographer was like, well, we got to find another location. We got a lot more portraits to do. I was like, no, we don't. We got to go. <laughs> it's like, this is over. Yeah, dude, we, we, the ceremony <laughs> starts in 30 minutes. Yeah, and we like, still have to sign the certificate and then get over there. Yeah, so, we're, so we're done here. We're, we're good. Thank and you, he, sir. He took that literally because he dipped. Yeah, I know. Even though he didn't take any pictures of us signing the actual certificate. Like, that's not an important part of this. Well, our wedding planner jumped in. He's like, I guess your photographer doesn't think this is important. But I do. So, I'm going to take these pictures. <laughs> so, we do have the pictures. But they're not... From the guy we paid to take the pictures. <laughs> Whatever. Our event planner was amazing. So I'm happy we had Yeah, him. like we, we can't speak highly enough yeah. about them. So we get to the ceremony and everything's like ready to rock and roll in the tent. And they made it look beautiful. Like they, These guys are like legit miracle workers. Nick is ready to go. I'm standing up there. You have the, the pre-ceremony music. And it's all music from the video game 
destiny because Lauren let me do that for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> and but I, I gotta say we got several compliments on it. A lot of people are like, "Man, this music was really good." Like, Who said the, that? Mostly my friends. Okay, gotcha. And one of them was like, "The music sounds really familiar." I was like, "It's from Destiny," another fellow Destiny player, and he's like. I knew it. He's, <laughs> he's like, I thought it was, but I couldn't pin it. I made sure I told him before I walked down the aisle. I was with one of the some other like workers there. I was like, I let Nick pick this music. It's from one of his video games. And they they thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Listen, it was enjoyable. The DJ thought it was great. He was very excited to play because it, it was something different, different and yeah, theatrical and fun. So, you know, it was... sounded like impending doom a little bit, oh, but it, it was okay. Not. It sounded like triumphant victory over aliens. Oh, excellent. <laughs> What's the mood you want for your wedding, right? <laughs> so anyway, Nick's up there standing at the, not really the altar, the podium. <laughs> yeah, it was more of a, a podium. <laughs> you know, our parents walked down, everyone walks down the aisle, and then I actually walked myself down the aisle, and I was like, all right, I can do this. You know, my train had a nice train on it, not too big, but... My veil was actually very long. I didn't think I was going to even have a veil, but I got one of those cathedral veils and it was beautiful off of Etsy and it was perfect. It looked amazing, but I kind of had to like walk out and then around the seats and then down the aisle. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to make turns well. So we said, fuck it. I was going to go for it. Whoever happens, happens. The woman's like, if you need me, I, I can hold your train. I was like, nah, it'll be fine. So I start to walk down the aisle. <laughs> Three seconds later... I didn't even get to the aisle yet. I just walk out and I'm walking behind the seats to get to the top of the aisle. And apparently, and all of a sudden I feel like the the veil get tight and I feel it pull and like my neck snap back a little bit and it starts to pull out of my hair. (laughs) Turns out it got snagged on a crack in the floor. Like, what are the odds of that? And I I stopped and I was like, help. (laughs) And our wedding planner like yelled to someone like, go to her. Someone unhooked me, and then they helped me get to the aisle. <laughs> and we got there, and it was fine. Everything worked out. We said our own vows. Neither of us messed up on it. We had very similar vows that we did not plan, and we did not share our vows with the other person before the wedding, which I feel like is a pretty common thing. But a lot of people ask us, like, did you write them together? It's like, why would we do that? That's. But I understand why. I, when you were after I said mine, and you were saying yours, I was like, man, people are gonna think we planned this. We literally mentioned the same shit. I know, but if we planned it, why would we mention the same stuff? That's redundant. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But it was funny. Um, I mentioned your love for fruity drinks. I did. I did ad lib a little because Lauren said her vows first, and I I like frozen drinks. I love daiquiris and margaritas and and mojitos, even though it's not frozen, but. I like frozen drinks. I don't care what anybody says. If you want to say they're not manly, they're girly, whatever, I don't care. They're delicious. <laughs> and I like to drink them. And you know what? In the summer, when you're on the beach and it's hot, they are fucking refreshing. So it has a massive sweet tooth. So. I also have a massive sweet tooth. <laughs> so Lauren mentioned that. I, sh- I, I said, I was like, you have a knack. Because f- Nick lets things roll off his back very easily. So I said, I was like, you have a knack for when life throws you lemons. You go ahead and make a frozen strawberry daiquiri. So in my vows, I mentioned strawberry daiquiris because she did. So I, I did a little ad-libbing, but I did originally in my vows saying that she doesn't make fun of me when I order frozen drinks. So yeah. it wasn't too far of a departure from what I had originally planned. Yeah, and we both obviously mentioned Jerry 
and yeah. things like that. My officiant wrote back to us after I sent him my vows, and he's like, is that supposed to say Jerry? And I was like, yes, bitch, that's my dog's name. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> what, yeah, I get it. He's just randomly, like, what did he think? You copied and pasted someone else's vows and forgot to change the name or something? <laughs> I thought his name was Nick. What's going on here? Um, yeah, so that was good. And then and then that went pretty pretty well. And then we went to, like, you know, we kissed, the, you know, we said our I do's kids. We went to walk back down the aisle. And then my huge-ass veil, again, almost knocked over a lantern with a real fire in it. So we were joking that eh, that's how the place burned down. But, no, it was it was fine. <laughs> Somebody caught it in time. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, the rest of the night was pretty much like a regular wedding. Um, we didn't do sit-down dinners because the, the way the package works is just food being passed all night long. Uh, you know, there was dancing. There was a bar. And there was so much space. There was, so yeah. much space. We really, like I said, we took the health and safety of our guests above all. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really the rest of the wedding. Yeah, that was most important to us. It was a little chilly because, you know, we were in an open tent. We, yeah, we were in an open tent. <laughs> and, and it was it, raining all day. Yeah, and, stuff. and of course, as soon, like, the fall weather really came in the night of our wedding. Like, yeah. what, are the, what are the odds? So everything... That we had to deal with for this wedding, like if it could have happened, it did. Yeah, it was it was really honestly a little annoying, but it was so worth it to see Lauren the happiest I've ever seen her. A lot of her family or the the family that she had or her her close friends all said the same thing. They've never seen Lauren happier, and it might have been the few glasses of wine she had. It might have been the fact that the wedding was just here and she, you know, it was happening and something we had been planning for two years. And also had to cancel them replan. So, yeah, so I was just ready for this wedding to happen. But there, there was really nothing else super remarkable about the wedding that I think would be pertinent for, for us to say here or, or you know, any, anything that did happen would be like an inside Well, I, joke. I, I will say, you know, I, for the longest time, I didn't know if I wanted a wedding. I was a little, like, not resentful for having a wedding, but I was kind of like, oh, this is such a pain in the ass. I wasn't even totally like on board with having one. It's a lot of money. It's a I, lot of time. Yeah, I stress. did have to. I did have to like convince Lauren. I, I, I'm not taking all the credit. She, she had to make the decision herself. I can't. I couldn't force her to do it, but I did highly recommend and suggest that. Hey, you will regret not having a wedding. I will almost guarantee it. Like, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. I was just thinking that too. I, I know you were. That's the only reason I said it. Damn it. So predictable now. Um, But I have to say, now that it happened, I had a ball. Like, college Lauren came back out for a little bit. I had so much fun. I can't stop looking at all the pictures, videos, the photo booth pictures. It was it was incredible. It was such an amazing memory, and I'm, I'm very glad we did it. I put this on our Twitter so Lauren and I did a first look, and if you're not familiar, a first look is when the groom's back is to the bride, and the first time you see her is in private. She comes up, she taps you on the shoulder, you turn around, you see her, and it's supposed to be a nice, private, intimate moment that for some reason all my family was there for, and so was hers. <laughs> I don't really know why Lauren let it happen, but whatever. So she turned, she came, she tapped me on the shoulder, and I turned around and just instantly broke down crying i i just i i felt it coming on a little as like once i heard her voice behind me i I knew she was there and i got a little emotional but i was like i i can i can keep my composure 
And then as soon as I looked at her, I just, I, I broke. And I, I tried to say a word. Like, you ever go on a roller coaster or something and you, like, you want to scream or you try to scream, but, like, you just can't? Like, the words won't Well, you were speechless, and that is hard to do for you. I know. This episode's been going for 44 minutes already. <laughs> and, and I tried my hardest to produce a word, and it was just nothing was happening. It took me several seconds to just say, you look amazing. It was... Nick looked amazing, too. It, it was the highlight of the wedding for me. I... I I've watched that video several times already, and I would not trade that moment for anything. So I'm very glad that you decided to have a wedding, and I'm very happy that you, for whatever reason, decided to marry me. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. I I can't even be mean and yell at you and and tell you that's, (laughs) that's my line. I hope you guys enjoyed this a little bit about planning a wedding and what happened with covid the stupid little things that went wrong but all together it really didn't matter yeah you know we just wanted to have a casual chat and catch you guys up on you know personal side of us and maybe give you a little more insight into our daily lives but that is going to do it for us today if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe leave a review and especially share it it takes literal seconds to hit subscribe and click the five star review button and it would mean a whole lot to us Think of it as like a wedding gift, like a free wedding gift. Yeah. Positive ratings and shares on social media are the biggest ways you can help us spread this good, good science to even more people. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Just Nas Science. You can also visit our website, JustNasScience.com, where you can watch YouTube videos, read blog posts, or submit questions and suggest topics for future episodes. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, guys. Later, nerds. Later, Gators. I'm married.